It's life on life's terms. Um, we're not affiliated with them, but we right. love them. And who are you? Oh, and I'm I'm Tom Robinson, uh, Junk Box. Yep, uh, Chris <laughs> Mandeville. Um, we are here at a New Way Recovery Center in Quincy, Mass. On Quincy Ave, uh, lots of resources down here if you're in recovery or looking to get involved in recovery. Um, Shout out to the guy who made my coffee tonight. <laughs> Sorry about the misunderstanding, brother. <laughs> Struggle is real. Um, yeah. Super so, so uh, you know, we are the Life on Life's Terms podcast, and we are trying to bring awareness to everybody uh, on addiction, recovery, um, you That's name it. That's it, man. Um, and we need all the support we can get. We need people to subscribe. Uh, you can go to lolterms.com. Uh, you can subscribe right from there, or you can go to iTunes uh, and look up the Life on Life's Terms podcast or, or Google, Google Play. Play. And please subscribe. We have how many? 43? 44. 44 speakers that you can listen to. Yeah, at any so time you want. For you to say you can't get a meeting, get to a meeting, I call bullshit. We bring a meeting to yeah. your ear. Recovery at your fingertips. Your Hashtag recovery, recovery at your fingertips. Ear. Brand new flavor of recovery yep. in your ear. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, and tonight we have Michael, who we say it every week. If you want to share your message and get your message out there and come out from behind the curtain, um, hit us up. Hit me up, hit Tom up, hit up the, the Life on Life's Terms podcast page. Yeah. Uh, right. We get messages, and we've had several speakers that way, and I think it's awesome. It's um, great, yeah. We'd... So we're actually going to kick it over to him and uh, let him share his, his experience, strength, strength, and hope with us. Hope. And you guys. So, And if you guys want to interact and you want to ask any questions, feel free. Hit, hit them off in the comment box. Ooh. You know, like, That'd be nice. I'll Absolutely, probably stumble but I can't times, read from that so. far away, so that's going to be yeah. on you, kid. I see my boy Joey joined a little bit ago. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Joey. Nice. I haven't talked to him in a long time. That's why we tag people so that you know we can get this out there. Um, feel there free to share. You can share it right now. Share this live video. That'd be you great. Um, all right. So all right. anyway. So okay. So um, first and first, mostly, obviously, thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. Um, thank you for reaching out. Yeah. I always think that this is super weird. You know, I feel like. Like, I've butchered it a bunch of times going to talk at uh, different treatment centers and whatnot, you know what I mean? Because, like, what do I say for an hour? Like, I was yeah. a junkie, yeah. and then I did the steps, now I got, now I'm just sober, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I feel like there's not much yeah. to it, but... Well, yeah, I mean, you could wrap that up with uh, with anything. It's like, that's like, um, oh. you know, ni- when they say, like, oh, he, you know, born in 1975, died da- from 1975 to... 2018 so it is a dash in the middle yeah it's what'd pretty, you do in that dash it's a quitty, qu- right. quick uh quick summary yeah right yeah. You know? like i feel like we're already pretty much done you know what i mean no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no we got a lot more i got a lot more left in my dash and we're <laughs> yeah, gonna, yeah. Gonna, right take my dash out there for a while so um hey pretty much i mean it's my story is similar to so many others that i've heard um uh, I was born into a super nice family, never wanted for anything. You know, my dad Mm -hmm. owns his own business, works super, super hard. My mom was great. 
she i mean she is great um, right not past tense so shout out to my mom for being great but um yeah <laughs> nice. like i didn't want for anything you know my sister is my older sister's super smart um just killed it in school played soccer all that good stuff and i was always uh. just kind of like off the hinges you know what i mean like mm. i was always if i mean my mom tells me this i don't know how true it is but like if i would put my sock on and you know how sometimes like the crease kind of fucks up a little bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd freak out and just not go to school. Oh, the seam across yeah, your toes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I'd, I'd freak out. That was out an and excuse like, not to go to school, was yeah. it? Yeah. 100%. You yeah. Know what I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't into school. But, but what you're sharing right now means that it doesn't matter who you are or where you're from. Right. You're eligible for addiction. Everybody. That's and you right. hear it all the time. You know, I've been in detox soil. with doctors, yeah. lawyers, everything like that. Yeah. All the cliche statements. Yeah. Um, Yellow jail. Yeah. Yeah, from from park street to the park bench, man. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that was that was pretty much my childhood. Just always freaking out. Had to go to like anger management classes, and like the guy, uh, his name was Doctor Corn. You know what I mean? And he was like, I was like twelve, and then he like came out and had like a little stuffed turtle, and he was like, "Hey, Michael," like using the turtle, and I was like, "Dude, like what?" Like you yeah. know what I mean? Like, you know <laughs> when, when you're, you're 12, twelve, you think you're a man, and I was yeah. like, "Buddy, like." Oh, if, if you heard my story, <laughs> I, had a, I had a kid at 13, so I thought I was a man. Yeah. So, Jesus. Yeah. No stuffed yeah. turtle for you. No. no <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. Yeah. Hey, uh, so, so. A couple jokes there. So this, this, what you're talking about, this, this stark contrast between you and your sister, you know? Mm. So the sister was like, on what you're saying so you, you kind of put her on a pedestal, and you maybe you were angry about not being as good or whatever at um, school. Or what, well, know? I mean, off the record, I think I'm better. But like, <laughs> uh, um, no, I time, think it was I more mean, so she was living in order. She's always lived her life in order. Yeah, and I'm just always in chaos. Yeah. You know, like I'm super. Still, yeah, like well, not like not so much now, but I love chaos. Like, I love I'm sure you like to dabble here and there still. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> well, they say like you, you say one of our needs is variety. Yeah, which is like the the companion or whatever to security. So you need security, but you want variety too. So you need like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to mix it up. You have to. And like yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm not a man of routine. Um, but no, there was definitely some resentment there, as you know how we are. There was just endless resentment with me. So. Um, mm. So carry on. Now I get into high school, you know, and I was like, I wasn't cool because I was like five feet tall, but I wasn't like, I didn't get bullied, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So like, I kind of just went on, had friends or whatever. I was like doing super bad in school and then I started smoking weed and I hated it, but it was better than being sober. You hated the weed? I hated the weed at first, you know what I mean? Because I got oh, super but, paranoid. But you felt better than being in your own skin. A million percent. Yeah. A million percent. So yeah. you smoked it just because it was available? I smoked it because I wanted to be cool, man. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I wasn't good. I wasn't, like, overly good at sports, you know. Um, so I just wanted to have my own avenue. You know, I didn't play mm. music or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so, like, I, was, like, I wasn't good in school. So, like, what am I supposed to do? So, fuck it. I'll just throw on a beanie and become the stoner kid. Ah, that's the identity we talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick, picking an identity. What age? Um, I was. It was April nineteenth, and I was fifteen. I smoked that day because oh. I wanted to get high for four twenty. You know, oh. I heard you didn't get high yep. the first time you smoked. So I was like, "Fuck it!" Like I'll smoke today, and then tomorrow I'll get high. A lot of thought process. Yeah, yeah right. You, know I mean? <laughs> you thought that shit out. Hell yeah! I'm gonna I'm I'm hit it off the nineteenth, so I can get <laughs> yeah. that out the way. 
And then here we go, 420. Woo. But joke's on me, though, because yeah. I didn't get high the 20th either. Like, it took me like 20 times smoking weed before I got high. What they, what kind of weed they got out there, man? Nah, nah, man. I was, <laughs> dude, I was smoking out of like a like a vitamin water bottle that I like burned a hole in the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you did the foil on the top. Didn't yeah. inhale thing. Is that what it was? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So then I started treating like I was coming up for air from the pool. And that's oh, when okay. I first that's got high. Like, I was like, oh. Yeah, that's where yeah, I figured right. it out. Um I knew a girl who was like that, she didn't know how to sniff anything. Which she'd is... like and it would fall out of her nose. <laughs> like, yeah, and you're like, Let me get that. <laughs> No, yeah, that's a, I know how to that's do a it. Disgrace, you know. Uh, yeah. All right. right. Anyway, sorry. No, it's all good. So <laughs> that was the whole weed thing, and then shortly after, I w- it's weird. I was the last one of all my friends to drink too. You know, like I was just super. I wanted to stay away from it. Late bloomer. Yeah, yeah. Wicked late bloomer. Now, I mean, now, any signs of alcoholism or addiction, like in your family, like from extended family, uncles or anything like that. Uh, like everybody's got that crazy uncle. You know what mm, I mean? Well, For the see, most part, it's real tough to say. My mom was adopted. Okay. So there's nothing. I mean, my family drinks and they love to drink. Don't yep. get me wrong. But like my dad, he got open heart surgery and he just like he didn't have withdrawals or anything. And he's drank every day for as long. Like, But like, like he's a heavy drinker. Like, but yeah, not but he doesn't have heavy, heavy drinker. Yeah, yeah. he stopped if, for if, Lent. We're not even religious. If, he was like, I'm if, just going to stop for Lent and like, you know, just didn't if, drink. If a significant huh. reason comes about. Boom. Yeah. You put it down. You're good. Right. Right. You know? Not me. They talk about that. That ain't me. Definitely not me. Um, no. So, yeah. So, <laughs> then I start drinking, and um, instantly I was like, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Like, this is where I need to be. And then, obviously, I found the pills and all that good stuff. Okay. So, was it was it a pretty rapid progression? Yeah. So, the weed and the alcohol were when I was 15. The first pill I did, I probably had just turned 16. So, right at the start of the new year. Um, and then, so my mom had breast cancer and she didn't take, they gave her like, I forget, like oxycodone and she didn't take any of them. So like I found them a few months later and I was like, okay, word. So I was off and uh, running. Yeah. Me and my boy did it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because a few years back, uh, there was a pizza place o- over here in Quincy on Hancock street called the alumni cafe. And there was a oh, billboard yeah. up there for a couple of years and the billboard said, the monster is in your medicine cabinet. Mm. And it was like a medicine cabinet opening and a freaking pair of red eyes in there. Oh, and, yeah. And like, I think I remember that. That's why they have all these prescription turn-in systems. Like you can go to Walgreens or CVS and, and get rid of your pain medication. Put it in a machine. You can bring it to a police station. You know, a lot of parents don't know this, that that's how a lot of kids get started. They go into their medicine cabinet. When I worked in people's houses and painted, like I'd be like, oh. I want to see what kind of person this is. Let me open up their medicine cap. Oh, they got anxiety. They got depression. Yep. They got a couple of pain. Yeah. They got some pain going on. <laughs> hey, that takes you know? a lot of skeletons out of the closet. Yeah. In yeah. somebody's med cabinet. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. Now it's like I have like an obscene amount of Benadryl in my car <laughs> because like when I go get tattoos, like it's good for your skin. Yeah. You know? So, oh, like, yeah. but I only do it once um, every th- three, four months. You yeah, know? yeah. So there's just like packs and like. <laughs> Somebody got in my car a few months ago and I was like, why do you have all these? And I was like, bringing them to detox. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and right? I was like, I mean, what do you want me to say, bro? Dude, will that do anything? <laughs> yeah, right. Can I, can I take some of that? <laughs> yeah, take four and pass out so then I can just get you here safely. Yeah, um, right. <clears throat> yeah, so I mean, that's the whole pill thing. And then. And how old was this? 16. 16. And I did pills. I mean, I got real bad. Like, I was getting high every day before school. Yeah. 
Um, and then I was 19, and I'll never forget the day. It was payday. It was a Thursday, and it was in September, early September. And I was working. My dad, like I said, owns a company, owns a sand and gravel and a trucking business. So I was driving one of the rock trucks. And the whole day, I was just fiending. 7 to 4.30, I was stuck in this truck, tiny little cab, about the same size as this chair, really. Yeah, right. And, um, huh. and I, like, so I texted my boy, and I was like, hey, like, you want to get some perks? I said Peter, because we called it Peter, so like, yeah. we're evading the cops. Yeah, you know right. I mean? Like, super smooth. And, uh, <laughs> and he was yeah. like, no, but I can get something else. And I knew what he was talking about. Yeah. You know what I mean? But like, fuck mm. it. So I said, okay, run with it. And um, I drove all the way to Worcester from Blackstone. Right, right when the clock ended, I drove all the way to Worcester, and then I started to do that every single day. Like I'd leave to Worcester? work, yeah, I'd leave wow. work, and what I found out too, and I didn't find this out till like two years later when I was running on my own. But they, him, and the girl that were getting it for me, they told me that it was forty dollars a bag, but it was twenty dollars a bag. So they were getting two for one, two so, for one. Yeah, every time I'd get a bag, they'd get a bag, and I didn't know it. And I was like, Brilliant. "Oh, yeah, this is hey, so much." I've got That's a plan. Basic economics, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, great business move. Yeah, we're, and we're, I remember joking. We're, and you were happy rich. with the forty dollars. Yeah, I was. Oh, yeah. You were cool with it. I was sure. with it. You know, um, yeah. but that's when it started getting super, super bad. So I sniffed that for two weeks, and then my boy that I was talking about that we so we started doing the pills together everything I did was with him for yeah. my mm. first time yeah. first time I smoked weed everything yeah. and um, so I was bringing him to detox and he said it's funny he was like never shoot up and you should stop doing this but hey here's the girl's number you know what I mean <laughs> I was like alright like, yeah for sure buddy so he was going yeah. to detox yeah uh, yeah and um, so then I obviously the first thing I did that day was shoot up and I yeah. said out loud when I did it, I was like, I found God. Like, this is how I want to feel the rest of my life. Yeah. And yeah. it was super great. But that's when I started stealing. I remember that. Oh, my God. Oh I don't God. think Yeah. I don't think there's anyone out there that's done opiates or heroin that doesn't remember that first time. Oh, oh I, I think there's some people who remember it in a bad way. And yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. did it again. And, and it's like, it's, it's ugly, bro. Like, at the time. Yeah, I found God. Right. Like, oh it's, my God, it's this. it's so bad because it hits you all at once. Yeah, it's like the contrast is is an addiction in itself, and then it, mm-hmm. and and then, and then it's a whole different animal. It 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 morphs into something that's even worse. Oh yeah, oh, my God. like like it can get worse. Like bananas. Yeah, and that's a whole nother love affair in itself. <coughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, it's like yeah. The, the, my favorite part used to be when my blood would hit the, the needle. register. Yeah, yeah, and then I'd yeah. be like, "This," because that was better. Because once you push it in, I, how am I going to get high again? But right when you see that you're in there, I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be the yeah. best thirty well, seconds that, of my life." What about the lead up to it when you're like jazzed, like super Waiting jazzed? For the man, you got yeah. it. No, when you have it oh. and it's in your pocket, and it's like, it's so <sighs> addicting. The whole process you is so addicting, yeah, and so destructive, and and you know usually fatal. Oh, yeah. I, I ran around Especially with a kid not. that it's I ran around with a kid that as thing. soon as he got it in his hand he threw up. <laughs> as soon as he got it in his hand without taking it, without taking it, it was just, it was just a mental. Uh, yeah, it, it would. I put it in his hand and be like, <laughs> I gotta go. Every time you clowned him, it right? was every time. Oh yeah, oh, my all God, the time, dude. every <laughs> single time. <laughs> like, dude, what the See, fuck? It's funny, you know. We we our bodies, our physical bodies, are bags of chemicals. You mm. know what I mean? And yeah. when you start putting in certain chemicals, there's certain chemicals you're gonna put it in there. 
it's going to change who you are, your thoughts, you oh, know, all yeah. sorts of stuff. Yeah. Changes everything. Yeah. Um, not for the better. But so then it was like, it was crunch time. And like the way I got caught the first time was super disheartening, you know, because like caught like, by family. Yeah. yeah. So like looking back, like obviously it's for the best, but like it was Super Bowl Sunday. It was the Super Bowl. Uh, it was a blowout. It was um, the Broncos played the Panthers, I think. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it was one before that. It was 2014, that Super Bowl. Okay. And I had just gotten home and my whole family was over, but I had left my syringes like in my bathroom, like underneath the sink, way in the back. And my sister's now fiance had found them. And so I just finished getting high in my room and I opened my door and I looked down the stairs and there he was. And he was like, hey, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, like come up here. He's like, no, like let's talk outside. Now, it's the middle of February or the beginning of February. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, everybody's going to know what's going on. I'm 125 pounds. Like, and my like, family yeah. knows something's at up. At that point, like, a dark cloud descends oh, over your mind. Oh, so like, shitty. But I was like, all right, like, oh, we can we can no. work this out. You know what I mean? So we get outside. And then my sister started to cry inside. And my dad was like, what's going on? So my sister told him. Yeah. And I'll never forget it. My dad, my dad's a big dude. He's built like a silverback gorilla. You know what I mean? He's like 270. He's my height, but he's 270, like forearms like Popeye. Well, he's been working with rocks his whole life. Yeah, right? yeah. He's, <laughs> so, he's yeah. not the dude to mess with. Yeah. Um, definitely not for me. And uh, so he, he like walked out and I'll never forget it. And he just told Joe, he was like, get the fuck inside. So did he even get to speak to you? No, Joe was just like, what's going on? Like, we were talking probably 30 seconds. Yeah. And then it was get the fuck inside. And he, like, pushed me, like, not, like, super hard, but against my Jeep that I had at the time. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And, like, I still, there was, like, two seconds of I'm going to lie, you know? Yeah. And then, like, like, I just saw, like, he was, he wasn't even mad. He was just really hurt. He was hurt. hurt. Yeah. Yeah, he was hurt. Really hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just broke down, man. And, like, he was like, why are you doing this? And. I was so frustrated with it that I, I was like, can you just fucking tell me? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. Yeah. Right. You tell me why I'm doing this. Ooh, what and an intense moment. Yeah, it was it was really intense. Mm, um, for both of you. So then the next day, he like picked me up and he, he got me in the car and he was like, listen, like I'm either going to press charges for everything you stole or you're going to go to the Plymouth House in New Hampshire. And I was like, well... Yeah pretty fucking shout out to choice. the p house shout out yeah. p house yeah um i know plenty of people that have been through there yo aaron awesome people loud me bro when i you got did? there oh man first thing he ever said to me was i'd have to check your id before i fucked you and i was like <laughs> oh my god dude it was ruthless and then there was one day like i remember um we were in like this big ass group and i had left and i left to go you know take care of business yeah. you know what i mean and then when i came back he said to the whole room, he was like, oh, and ladies, like, if Michael's looking at you, like, he's not trying to be nice. He's just thinking about jerking off to you in the bathroom. And I was like, dude, <laughs> like, he was just read my mind, bro. I was bundled by that. But, like, Do you think, like, you're the first guy he's seen? No, place, no, definitely you know I mean? not. Definitely not. <laughs> but you, we do think we're terminally unique. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was, like, to me, I was. Yeah. But that, see, that's how, now, how old are you now? 24. Yeah, I was so 19. Just, Yeah. Oh, so you time. was so a young buck, still baby, wet behind the ears, yeah, yeah. like the wind blowing, yeah. you was all set. Yeah, you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> I wasn't in the best state before And you're that. getting sober, it's even worse. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like, it don't take oh, nothing. Yeah. No, it yeah, was yeah. real bad. It was, it was real, real bad. But um, hey, he was accurate with it, though. You know, like, yeah. I, it's not like he lied. Right, so. right. 
Shout out to him for that. That was beautiful. Calling you on your shit. Oh, he's, cut, he's cutting through. He's just being brutally honest. Yeah. yeah. Which which cuts through a lot. It's, that's good. Coming yeah. at my In ego. Early sobriety, I, yeah. Especially now, too. Like, I've been doing so much work around my ego because, like, that's the biggest thing that I have, like, even no matter what it is, but, like, mainly, like, if, if like, my insecurities get called on, like, my ego is just so oh, sensitive. We, hey, we don't want... Punch me in the fucking face, dude, but do not hurt my feelings. Right. Like, I... Listen, I'm coming up on 17 years, man, and it's still... I'm oh still the same fucking way, bro. Yeah. So, shout out. When you figure it out, let me know. Hey, <laughs> no, no, when, you, when your feelings get hurt, it it, 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 it it is a big deal no matter yeah. what. But I think it takes more to get your feelings hurt. Yes, you know over, I mean? time, over time. Over and, time. And work that you do. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, like, it's, you'll, you'll, you'll learn that, okay, what's this person going through? Where they right. want to hurt me. Right. That's exactly you know what I mean. Right. Yeah. But I feel like, yeah, and a lot of times it's like they don't even know that that's going to hurt you. Right. And you right. just you just get shattered. And like you're like, oh, my God. But you ain't right. going to let them know that. You're going to come at them and fucking tear them up. See, that's what I – I flip that now. Yeah. So, like, now, like, I let you know. Like, I'm like, I'm super soft. Like, that really yeah. bothered yeah. me. You know it's, what I mean? Yeah. yeah it's pretty, it was like, that's pretty good. I was that's having good. a conversation a on the way thing. here with somebody, and we were talking about that. You know what I mean? Like – it's everything everything changes you know it, it it all depends on you know how much work you want to do and how deep you want to get into it but dude ego is not your amigo around here no like right. it takes more people out and 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 i see it take out people that are doing the the drill you know what i mean like well i think i think it's probably based in fear of not being okay and not having thinking yourself that you might not be okay and all of a sudden you think everybody thinks you're not okay and then maybe you're not okay and you that's fear right but you know what um a good friend of mine um who uh was a mentor to me for a little while was teaching me about this way of thinking where you don't have to identify his name is mike cavoni he was on the show he's a good yeah. guy you don't have to identify as your thoughts you yep. are not your thoughts yeah, it's like thoughts just happen. If you try, if you try to meditate and not think, what happens? They you think absolutely. So like it's time. not quieting your mind. It's it's not running with your mind. That's right. Yeah. Like it's identifying it, letting it move on. Right. And you know? after a while, you get a little space between you and your thoughts, and you start to realize, ooh, there's something else there. Yeah. That's actually me. Yeah, yeah. and that's where like the real. <laughs> I, it took me seven months to start really meditating, and like. Three weeks in, I was like, "Why have I not been doing this?" Yeah. So, you know? no, so now you're sober since you went to the PLS. No, no. Oh, no, okay. No. So that was 2014, um, and then I had a girlfriend. She like became, you know, you know that drill. Your she higher was, power. Yeah. She was, <laughs> she was God. Don't get me wrong. She was pretty great. You yeah. Know what yeah. I mean? but like, I hear you. I don't I've know. I've been there. Yeah. I think God. A time was, or two was a little better. Or three. Um, yeah, four or five. Yeah. There right now, you know yeah, what I mean. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and so then I relapse, yada yada, and like I put that same rock truck over a fifty foot ledge. What? Yeah, like last you load survived? on a Friday. Sadly, man. At the time, I was super sad about it. I was like going down last load on a Friday. Hey, it's and like it's like when you go snowboarding. Always the last run, you get fucked up. Oh, no, when <laughs> for I, me, anyways. Snowboarding, I don't go heel or toe side. I just go straight. Yeah. Until I'm like, ah, oh, this is way too fucking fast, and I yeah. just fall. You know. <laughs> but the, but did you do it on purpose? No, no. So the whole day, like, you have to back up to the excavator, and the whole day was just a straight shot, and then you just pull straight forward. But then the last like five or six loads, you had to turn real hard at the end. 
because and then you were facing the ledge, so you had to start up and go to the right. So these are those big ass dump trucks that big you see on fuck. Gold Rush. Yeah, big as fuck. Yeah, like, yeah, bigger than the ten wheelers. Yeah, yeah, huge. And like I just I was on Snapchat and like this girl Snapchatted <laughs> me and like I was like oh like you know what I mean like I'm the man and um. I was just going to go get high and then hang out with her and last for hours, be a yeah. rock star. Yeah. Good for me. And then I just looked up, dude, and I was just going. And I was like, fuck, please so let me get hurt. Were they loading the truck or you were you driving away? So he, he just finished. So yeah. he went beep, beep. And I was like, oh, where? So I just took it out of park, put it in gear, went and like just forgot that you had turned. Yeah. Yeah. So now you're like, Poop. yeah, just going oh. over. And the whole way I was like, please let me get hurt. You know, like, and of course, nothing happened to me. And then I just see my dad's truck flying out. And I was like, no, dude, this is Ugh. bad. And he lost his shit on me. And uh, I told him, I, I hold the record there for the most money cost, you know? Yeah, which is good. It's probably a bit rough. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> at least I have one. a record there for something, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, so then I went to, the, like, the Miller house down the Cape. And I was there. And so so you, you crashed the truck. Your father was obviously irate. He said, you must be using again. And you said, yeah, I'm using again. It was, it was he knew I was using, but, like, he still, I don't know. He played everything super good. You know, like, he was like, you just got to move out. So he didn't give me the ultimatum anymore of treatment or not. It was, you got to move out. Yeah, tough love. See you, buddy. Right. And um, so then I was like, once I moved out, I was obviously not capable of that so i texted him one day i needed to go back and get some help went to gosnold went to the miller house and then i had this brilliant idea i have my my best friend like ever she lives in south carolina she goes to usc and i was like well i'm just gonna move down live in a sober house near her and like we'll just kill it you know what i mean like um she'll introduce me to all her girlfriends blah blah and I went down there and like... It's a reoccurring theme Yeah, yeah, going yeah. on here. It's, it's a problem, you know? Um, used to be, at least. Um, hey, they, they got fellowships for that too, bro. I know. <laughs> We're going to have to talk. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to need that number. But no, so, so I was down there and like, honestly, man, like one of the best times of my life, uh, super small world. Like I had ended up meeting her ex-boyfriend who like she didn't talk to anymore. And like I knew who he was after the fact. And like we became really close and he did a lot for me man like he always made sure i was fed always gave me a place to stay did a lot for me and then halloween i just did a hit and run dude it was like not in the right frame of mind and i smashed high? this car yeah uh, and i smashed this car but like dui or hit and run so i just peeled off and yeah. i turned myself in did a night in jail did some ass cocaine while i was there and then texted my dad and said, listen, like, I'm going to do this with or without you, but it's going to be a lot easier if I have your help. And I went straight to detox, then to a sober house and really started doing the steps. And, and that was up here or down? That was in Gosnold. I drove all the way up with my car apexed in, like smoke <laughs> from the hood. The hood latch was the only thing keeping it from coming up, you know. <laughs> I was on Xanax and ecstasy. had a few blunts the whole way home. Because my friend hooked me up with it. Like, oh, yeah. One hell of a ride. but And then, uh, yeah, I just started hammering the steps because the pee house, I was like, okay, I know what yeah. to do. Right. So I just started killing them. And, like, I was sponsoring people. I was, like, 84 days sober or something stupid. Sponsoring people. Yeah, might people. be a little to take on at that point, but who knows? I don't, but, to judge. I, don't I mean, know. people were like, hey, like, the way I was looking at it is I made it through. I did a step a week. 
and then now I'm here, you know? So yeah. what what can I, and I was driving all the way to Worcester from Falmouth to meet with my sponsor for 15, 20 minutes and then driving all the way back to Falmouth every week. So like I was hungry for wow. it. Yeah. 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 That's uh, that's willing right there. That's yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. You I know what I mean? I was real hungry for it. And then I started hitting the steps, but I think, I don't know, dude, like it's weird. Like I have a weird mentality with sobriety now. Like, you know <clears throat> what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like young people, the meetings, they don't appeal to them. Like, young people don't want me to tell them, hey, like, I suggest hitting this meeting. Or, like, nobody wants to do that on a Friday night. But it's easier for the older guys to be like, hey, like, I'll go have yeah, some right. coffee. Young kids just don't listen to that. So, like, I've really been working on trying to find a way to make being sober cool. You know what I mean? Because, like. Yeah. Well, I understand what you're saying. It's I, tough I, to push that. I, I mean, but when, but that's the thing, man. Like, a lot of young kids think that sobriety or recovery is boring. It ain't if you get involved. Right. Like, going to meetings, yes, that can get boring after a while. But there's so much more behind mm. a meeting, like a yep. service position, assemblies, conventions. Dude, mm. some of the people I know... Like, the conventions that they've been to, I've seen videos, bro. Absolute insanity. And all these dudes are 100% sober. And they have a fucking oh, yeah. blast. Well, you can have a blast in sobriety. But, however, I, I, I can relate because I remember when I was, uh, like, I think I was 26. And uh, I, me and my girlfriend, who was an alcoholic, went to a meeting. It was like a step meeting. And we sat down, and it was like... Guy, old guys and guys in the middle age guys and stuff and and uh, I think there was some girls there or, or women there and it was just felt so foreign. It just felt so. Yeah. I felt so out of place. I was just like, this is not for me. And I just jetted. I just left. Yeah. I was like, I, right. I gotta go. And I just left. And she followed. Like, I can't do this. You know what I mean? But it wasn't until the gift of desperation when I went back. I mean, this is just my thing. When I went back in to detoxes again and again and again, because you're not there, you know, to hear a message. You're there to save your ass. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I mean, you're not there to have fun. You're there to save your yeah. ass. But there is fun to be had in sobriety 10 times more than there is. But I, I, I had the same thought because, you know, my first thing when I first started thinking about this, I wanted to make a company called um, Recovery Entertainment, and uh, I just I couldn't really figure out what I was gonna what I wanted to do, and that's kind of how I came up with the the podcast idea eventually. Yeah, right. You know, um, but um, there is a need uh, to to accentuate the fact that people can get together and have more community. But yeah. there is a community. There's there's the conventions and all this stuff. But also, like you know, shout Dances. out to Megan Perry. Like, oh yeah, that's fantastic. Dude, they too. they have like storytelling workshops and yeah. like they go they go to schools and they like put on these plays to like show kids like that are, you know, up and coming that this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah, you know what I mean? If you and- if you do some research like there's so much stuff out there. There is. Well, well the we thing need to get actually out too. actually one of our guests that's going to be on soon um it's 24hourpower.com. They have recovery graffiti. And on December 5th at Buffalo Wild Wings of Brockton, 
going to be doing recovery graffiti. And mm. she's on here the next night. So, Oh, wow. Is that inside? Yes, inside. <laughs> nice. And they, they get to do it once a month all winter in there. Wow. So, cool. you know, if you're, if you're around on December 5th, Buffalo Wild Wings, woo woo. Uh, in Brockton, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I'll put up a link that, that at some point. Rabbit hole we went down, but yeah. Uh, so, okay. where were you? So, like, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty much there. Like, I, I took a kid to a meeting three, four nights ago, and the only things I heard, man, it was like, oh, like I can't go home for the holidays, like you know, like boo hoo and like sob stories, and it's. I, like to me, that's killing people when you do that. To me, it's killing somebody to say, or like even people that aren't recovered to say, "Oh, this is the hardest thing you'll ever do." You know, like to like no, the fuck, it's not. Like you do the steps, and you really want to change, and you really want to grow. This is the easiest thing I've ever done. You know, like once you get through that initial, damn, like the physical withdrawal and that like depression that kind of simmers for a little bit, like and you're just hungry for it, man. Like, I I think it's killing somebody. Because this kid never wants to go to a meeting again. Because all he heard was, this is the hardest thing I'll ever do. I can't even go home for the holidays because I relapse every time. You know, and like, to me, that's crazy that we're encouraging people to go there. Good meetings are a different story. You know, meetings that are like step-based and people talk about that. But so how many times do you go and all you hear is like, my cat puked and like, I was upset, so I got high. Or like, yeah. Well, I guess I guess uh, sometimes people speak up and and trying to uh, let their emotions out. But I mean, that's kind of more what a sponsor is for. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, you're right. And, and like yes. recovery, like or a counselor, <laughs> it, right? Therapy. Recovery is isn't hard. No. You know, for me, getting trying sober. to stay off fucking e that was hard. Yes. Like I I didn't get high for years. I maintained. Like I wasn't sick. That was it. And it was 24-7, 365, never fucking stopped, you know? And to come in to to sobriety via (coughs) Plymouth House Correction, via Project Turnabout, like, dude, to to wake up and not have my first thought to be like, where, oh, did I save my wake up? Where do I got to go? Who am I going to rob? How uh, is the guy on yet? Like, right. oh man, like to not wake up to that. That's the best. Absolutely. I can, I can, I can understand what, uh, where, where your, your, your sponsee or whatever you, your friend would, would be coming from. Yeah. However, however, you know, you can't, uh, the, you can't, um, always say, oh, it doesn't work. You can see that it works. And if, when you get that gift of desperation, when shit sucks so bad, you're willing to do whatever it takes, then you're gonna get. Then you can get sober. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. That it was one of the hardest things I ever did, shattering my ego. Of course, I got sober when I was 34. Yeah. Right. So I mean, and I have been shooting dope for 10 years. You know right. what I mean? And and I was a mess. You yeah. know what I mean? And, Pretty and badly I, mangled. Yeah. And uh, and it was it was incredibly hard. I, I had to shatter my ego. I had to to deconstruct my myself mm-hmm. you know what i mean it was right. a, it was a but i had to go away to treatment for that i had to be in house i was in house 9 months yeah. you know what i mean so it wasn't it wasn't uh it wasn't you know i couldn't just go to meetings and maybe you know maybe there's something to be said for uh you know picking the meetings for the people who are going there i don't i don't know but um you know what i mean pick the right meetings 
right. to go to, right? Yeah. Certain meetings, maybe there are people there using it as therapy, and maybe that's not you know the best. I yeah, guess, but it's you know, you know, you got to remember we're dealing with alcoholics here. Right. And not everybody's treated. Not everyone's working the steps. Not everyone's in a solution. Um, My shoelace broke today, and I'm yeah. so upset. About yeah. It. Yeah, like but those that's are the people the, that are talking though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, so that's when you raise your hand and you friggin'. But then you everybody know, looks bring at some me, life like, to it. Okay, like okay, what do you say? Even like around like my family and stuff all the time. Like people will be like, "Oh, like I know every day is a struggle." Like what do you even? You said you've been sober seventeen years, right? Coming up, yeah. You got sober at thirty four, so I don't know how long uh, that is. Coming up on fourteen. Wow, I didn't peg you for being that old. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but yeah, like so, like what, what are you, you saying, say? kid? <laughs> no, I mean, bad hands, no, bro. Just, you know what I mean? I, was, I, was just fucking around. I thought you got sober at seventeen. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, good nice recovery. recovery. Nice um, recovery. Hey, Michael, good recovery, Kimball. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like, what do you say when somebody's like, "Oh, like I know every day is a choice, every day is a struggle," because like I'm just. Like, do you just do you so is that with is it? that your family that's saying this? Family or like people that are out and about? Like I, it's weird. I don't so, even so tell them the truth, bro. It's not a struggle every day. Yeah, but like, like they, dude. There's around here. There's there's meetings for family. Like if they want to know anything, they want to go through the steps. They can go through the steps. Look up family restored, and that's and they'll take. They don't have to be addicts and alcoholics. Yeah, it's like a life solution, yeah, really. Yeah, absolutely. Like, Dude, if the whole world could go through the 12 steps. Well, I mean, they could. We just live in a lazy yeah, yeah. society. Yeah, you, you, know need a lot, you need a lot of motivation. But <laughs> hey, but you know what? Uh, every day is not a struggle. And sometimes sobriety can be fantastic. I mean, some people have more more of a pink cloud than others. Yeah. You get this pink cloud. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're so happy just not to be shooting dope or, or drinking every day or whatever yep. it is. And, and it just feels great, like the whole world's new, and it is. It's great, uh, you know. And and then other people like myself, and I was lucky. I had people who were on a pink cloud around me. Yeah, right. Because right. I was like, I'm going to stay sober, whether I have to be miserable for the rest of my life. I'm going to do whatever they tell me, and there's no way I'm putting another thing in my face or in my arm or anything like that for the rest of my life I'm going to put one foot in front of the other and I don't care and I was just miserable yeah. and then 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 it'd be like yeah well everybody's coming up back after the meeting to our house we're going to play Texas Hold'em all night and drink Red Bulls and I was like all but right that, and then I end up having fun you know what I mean there's, yeah. there's a lot to be But to when be did said. that change though like did it change with the meetings or did it change with the steps uh well I changed just over time Small, small increments, and yeah, working on yourself. Yeah, working on myself. I worked on myself quite a bit. So, yeah, and and for me, like it wasn't just step work, man. It was counseling. It was, um, yeah, you know, re- religious things. I lived. I I went through a thing called Curcio. Yeah, I like, went to Curcio too. Like, because I knew, Shout and out I had to heard the across the treetops. Yeah, <laughs> I knew, and I had heard that if I wasn't growing spiritually, that. That was it. That yeah, would be a wrap. Toast. You know? Yeah. And, Daily and reprieve. Trust and believe. On I, ran around, I ran around a 12-step program for seven years without doing any work on myself. I did AWOLs for four years in a row, That's and I work, lied. I, I told oh, people I did not. a fourth <laughs> step, and I didn't. Like, oh, yeah. you know, God graced me for a long time. But I got to a point where they talk about in some literature, I was at the jumping off point, mm. and this is sober. Seven years, and I'm contemplating hanging myself. 
I got all the stuff back that I thought was going to make me feel okay, and it didn't make right. me feel okay anymore. That ego, right? Yeah, said, my man, son, I had my son back. I had a car registered and insured in my name. I had a, a, a house that I was renting that was freaking on the water. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and, but I hadn't changed. I was just abstinent. Right. You know, I was still buying hot shit. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I was, it, you know, it, it just, but I, think I didn't change. I think you still had changed something. Yes, yes. I had changed enough, just enough. Yeah. But I don't want to live like that. Right. You know? And and it happens, you know. I'm I'm right I'm writing a four step right now. You know? Really? Because yeah. Because pain got great enough. That's when I change, when the pain gets great enough. You know, how how that's that's when I'm willing to do something. So And the steps is like what you go you revert back to because that's yeah what you know. Yeah. So like I, I don't know, the people so okay, so like here I got sober, right? And I hit meetings for a little bit and I did the steps and now it's like, I don't, I do the steps, like I do 10, 11, 12, but I don't do 12 the way AA says you should do 12. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I do, like I help people wherever I can. I'll sponsor somebody for sure. Yep. It just doesn't come up that much. But like now I'm still moving, I'm moving away from drinking, but I'm also moving away from the steps in a way. You know, like I don't want to be boxed in between these two points of yeah. steps and relapse. Yeah. So like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, no, no, no. I, I understand. There's yeah. Lo- like, there's lots of ways to work on yourself. Yeah. Listen. And like, I feel like the old timers, no 12, disrespect, tend 12 to be like, step programs fucked. don't have a monopoly on recovery. That's right. Like, bro, this yoga, this meditation. Oh, yoga's this, the best, this, dude. Listen, look, uh, I think it's, is it Wim Hof? Wim Hof, yeah. Hey, have you done the Wim Hof method? A little bit, not really. Do I haven't. I gotta. I, you gotta buy it. I want to buy. No, it. you don't have to buy it. It's free on YouTube. He's got the. Way oh, he's got some. He's got some hey, videos on YouTube. I've watched. You remember, those, yeah. remember when you were a kid and like you do the deep knee bends and you stand up and your boy push on your chest and you pass out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's basically what you do. But you're what you're doing is you're extremely oxygenating your body and it changes the chemistry in your body, mm. bro. It's a spiritual freebie. It's good, yeah. It, well, that's crazy. It is, it's like uh, the, what did, the what kid that's taking he... me through the work showed it to me the other night, and I was like, "Bro, I was like, what?" You suck air in, suck air in, suck air in as deeply as you can, and then you just kind of relax, and then you do it again, suck air in, yeah. so you don't blow out hard. No, you do it. Just You're supposed to do thirty times, then you stop, then you do thirty times, then you stop. What does it do? It. It it is you get it ox you get the oxygen in your b- body that you're supposed to have, and you hey your hands go numb you can you can lose consciousness, like it, the guy tells you. No, that's crazy. Wim Wim Hof he's, he he you know there's a lot of people who who do this type of thing with med- meditation. What he yeah. said when I saw him on when I listened to him on Rogan he said that um, like they get they they get too complicated with it. Yeah. So it's just this breathing thing. Now he has twenty five, twenty six world records yeah. having to do with like cold hey, and ice and stuff. He's been in ice cold water for seven hours, but yeah. doing that breathing, is you this, generate heat inside your body, and is this you the don't dude feel cold. That, uh, was on that commercial where it's like it was for like electric <coughs> underwear or some shit, and he's like uh, running through the Arctic, and then he jumps into the water swimming. Probably, like, it probably is him. Hey, he's, he's been on Everest. He climbed Mount Everest in a pair of shorts and a pair of boots. Yeah. Yo, but all the up. while doing this breathing <laughs> method. 
I don't know if I trust that, dude. That's crazy. Listen, I, I'm telling it's you, well, it's it's been you suggested. Well, well, well documented. If wow, yes, it, you can you can do some research. There's apps on it. Um, anyway, there's, there's there's a lot of stuff you can can search out and seek out. And to, then uh, that's the thing. Like I'm, I'm I'm reaching for whatever because mm. I I need to I need to grow. I'm gonna go, man. I don't and I don't yeah. want that. Yeah, you, know? you don't want that dash. Down no, to I, 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 yeah, I ain't ready for my dash, bro. Right, no, <laughs> I'm not ready for the dash. Dash to end, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah. That, well, I'll tell you what, Mike Cavoni, like I mentioned earlier, he he was uh, fantastic uh, to me, and uh, in living in the moment, being present, mindfulness, unbelievable. Now, I'm I'm not Buddhist, I'm Christian, but I tell you what. There's definitely something to that stuff, you know. And, oh, absolutely. Uh, and it, it's it's it can you can just bliss out on that stuff. Yeah, it's, it's super hard too. It's underratedly hard to keep it truly in the moment, like not two practice. seconds ago, not two seconds from uh, now. Uh, like, that's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, and that's the thing. If Never you live perfect in the now, Never. Yeah. if you live in the now, there's nothing bad happening. <laughs> that's, yeah. I, that's what I life is that, great in like, the now. I was like, yeah. right it's, now, it's yesterday wrong? or tomorrow that we get all fucked up. That's right. Yeah. Right we, now, right now, this, everything's gravy. Right now, everything's awesome. You spend so much right. time right. thinking nice. about. Like you that. spend so much time thinking about yesterday and tomorrow that you don't realize mm. really what it is that's going on right now. You know what I mean? I can sit there in line uh, at a coffee shop waiting to get a coffee and and just. Not just try not to think about yesterday, tomorrow, what's going to happen five minutes, what's what I'm going to order, yeah. and just observe, just concentrate on breath and observe what's going on. And it's just like you just bliss out, it's just such a good feeling. Yeah, you're not it's... worried, you might, you relax. Yeah, that's just Fantastic. getting harder and harder now, too, though, with like the phones and just everything's uh, instant gratification. Hey, it's friend uh, me on Facebook, dude. I, I share some like shit that hits me right between the eyes yeah, all day. Yeah, where do you day. get all this yeah. stuff? I'm just, dude, I just find it. I don't know. I'm sitting in a truck all day waiting, waiting for streeper, street sweepers to dump. And then, then I go dump. So I'm like, uh, dude, yeah, Trent yeah, Shelton, yeah. dude, Why don't you awesome. take that time to just observe, live in the moment, man? I do. I do. <laughs> I sit the there, I meditate. <laughs> I sit there, I meditate. Yeah. I share it so that other keep, other people can get what I get out of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, that's the thing. There is time for all of it sometimes. You know, I... I uh, I work a lot, and and then when I'm at home, and I'm if I'm doing restoration projects on my house and all this stuff, it's like, you know, all that's running through my mind is like half inch, five sixteenths. You know what I mean? It's, it's, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm I mean? all about half inch. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> stuff like that. It's like, you know, I might think past the ketchup or something. You know? Yeah, but I mean. <laughs> you got to consciously be proactive about it. Th- yeah, there's so much, so many other things that you can add to your equation. Right. You know, like, I don't know what has worked thus far for me. So That's I try right. not to remove anything from you it. You just keep it all going. If anything, I, I try and add to it. Add to you it. You know, and, like, now I, I I have my daughter, um, you know, and, like, to be responsible for her and, and to, you know, I, I have to think, like, I am her representation of who a man is and what a man should be. So now, yes. let me ask you. That's right. Do you still go to meetings? As much as I can, yes. How how often is that like, typically? Um, I mean, for a while there, it was just my home group on Fridays. But like one every week. As much as much as I could. Yeah. See, that's like, I kind of did it the opposite of you. 
like I added a lot, but I was also like, okay, like I'm going to really, cause I did the steps. I'm working on myself. I'm doing the steps. I'm growing yeah. spiritually. So I'm going to remove the meetings yeah. cause there's more that I can do with this hour, you know? So I feel like, and like, I'm still here. It's been two years since I've like, since I have alone chosen to go to a meeting, Yeah, you know, mm. but like. I hear people all the time saying like, "Oh, you're fucked. Like you're doomed." And it's just like I don't. That's not it. There's, 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 there's. Uh, everybody's an individual, right. but I mean, if if you're in trouble, meeting might be a good place to go. Yeah, and 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 like that, <laughs> the the thing is, is like, where are you going to find a newcomer or someone that needs the help? Other than like, yeah, now we have social media, so it it make it can make it easier. But like, oh, where are right. you going to be of service? But like, that's what that's what my problem was because I have slacked off in the meetings over the last five years or something like that, and I haven't gone to very many, and uh, I miss them. It's, you do? Yeah, once you get wow. out of the schedule. But I mean, when you join a group and you and you have friends in that group, and you you know you you're involved in their lives, and you're hearing their stories, and you're enjoying seeing them. Yeah, it you know it's good. Hey, some of the people I've met in meetings and in recovery are like family. The most like, genuine. I am, mo- I am so like involved in people's lives, and mm. there's been times when I've pulled away, and it's just because of my own things. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. like, if it wasn't for those people, man, I wouldn't have got through some jams that I was in. You know what I mean? Like, it, like you're talking yep. about this person saying that they can't go home for the holidays because they get high. They don't have to fucking go home. They can go this alcathons. They if if they yeah. network and they and they build up a fellowship about them. But see, I I go to the you don't have to fucking get high, you know what I right, mean? Right, but but you someone can, who hasn't done any work or is still caught up now with why, that with that junkie mentality, they still don't like we lost the power of choice. Right, but the steps get rid of that, and so why go to no, meetings no, if they don't? The, the steps don't get rid of that. Your higher power. God gets, gets rid, rid of that, of that and, and if you, they you don't have God that yet, the if they don't have that yet, you better get fucking cracking. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I mean, so if it's been four years, and 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 the thing is, like, you you not going to meetings and all that stuff. You still pray. You still talk to God. You still I have a higher power. I love to meditate. I do more of that, but I still yeah. So talk to you're listening. You know, like yeah. the 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 twelve steps don't have a monopoly on recovery, like I said. But for me, if I ain't practicing them, all my old shit comes back. Right. That's for me. I can't say what works for you. No, I mean, I mean, you know I, my I mean? ego is still there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like maybe you got. I, you could be one hundred percent right. Maybe I'm just choosing J- to live Jimmy Bradley. Life. That spiritual ego. <laughs> we we could be egotistical spiritually as That's well. That's true. Yeah. Ego. I'm the fucking man. I yeah, meditate right? every day. Yeah. yeah. Fucking five big books under my arm. Twenty seven sponsees. Oh shit. Fucking, yeah. <laughs> Neglecting all of and them. Then, and exactly. And right? then what happens? Right. You you fucking sticking a needle in your arm. Hey, you know what look, I mean? man. It's it's whatever works for you. But I think that if you if you <coughs> haven't if you haven't had a home group and made those connections, um, I think you you're cheating yourself out of something. Yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. I did when I first started out when it's, I was it's, down in Falmouth. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. There's some oh, dude. So going down the Cape in the summertime, dude. Oh, buddy, for, you haven't seen commitments and shit, bro. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I mean, it would be different now, of course. But like when I was there before, like it was I was not there for the meeting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that and can like, be. And that's <laughs> like that's the shit that pulled me out every other yeah, time. Yeah, so like, yeah, that's a, like the stuff, dude. Some of the best times I had were like driving to a commitment. 
You know what I mean? I'm driving a OJ Simpson Bronco. I stuffed as many people as I could in it, <laughs> and we got five other Simpson cars Bronco. following us. And I make oh, a yeah. wrong turn, and it's like everybody, you turn, you turn, you turn, <laughs> and we're fucking laughing our asses off. Right. Like, and this is before I did any work. Like, fellowship kept me sober for a long time. You said four years, right around there. Seven, seven, seven years. Oh yeah, seven. yeah, Jesus. Yeah, for a long time. Blessed. But so you don't Absolutely feel like blessed. I don't know, like the way to put it, because like I'm not trying to like come at your guys' program or anything. No, at no, all. no. I but, don't like, feel that way. So you don't feel like you're boxing yourself in by like Friday night for an hour, like. No, nah, because that's my people. Really, I see. I feel like I'm boxed in when I see do that. that. The, you the never thing box is, like, in. <clears throat> I may not be able to to reach out or just like it's, dude. It's hard to ask for help sometimes, but I can show up there. And people look at me and go, what, what the, the fuck's wrong? wrong? Yeah. They can see it. Yeah. Because they know me. Yeah. I've, let, I've let people in enough to know who I am and what I look like when I'm okay and what I look like when I ain't okay. Right. You know? And yeah. I can do the same thing with them. You know? What about, hey, PT, what's going on? Yeah. Oh, nothing. What's really going on? Right. That was the thing at what's the treatment really center we went on? to. Yeah. You always ask someone twice because they're going to lie the first time. What's up? You okay? Yeah. What's really going on? And then they, you break down, you break through that little wall real quick, right. and they're like, "Well, you know." Then that yeah. opens up a sea of yeah. anything else. Yeah, yeah. That. Uh, I mean, there's definitely a thousand different avenues. You well, know? Yeah, yeah, we're talking about two different works. two different things. We're talking about growth uh, or acute like growth, as if it, uh, you know you're you're um, going to the gym, or acute like I'm in the back of an ambulance, you know. Yeah. In comparison to like, and you're talking about a treatment program, you're in the back of the ambulance. Even a year sober, you're still in the back of the ambulance. You know what right. I mean? You're, 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 it's, you got to do whatever you can to save your to life. claw and grapple, yeah. I yeah. Because, that. Because you could die. And, 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 you know, that's why they say go 90 and 90, you know, 30 and 30, 60 and 60, <laughs> you know, and, and, or, you know, or go to, on to further treatment. You get out of detox, go on to further treatment. I get think that, sober house, yeah, you know, that's whatever. Shit. That sober stuff. houses, aftercare. Like sponsors, shit like that save lives. For oh, yeah. sure. But you know what I mean? In in the maintenance phase of my development, um, you know, I had to learn to deal with emotions. I learned to sit with myself. I had to learn to um accept myself, uh, love myself, you know, and that's an ongoing process. Yeah. It's a huge ongoing process yeah. is to love yourself because because uh when you when you when you I mean, you can respect yourself just by doing the next right thing for long enough. Eventually, you're going to start respecting yourself. Right. And then you got to love yourself. There's like there's like the inner you that's that child back when you were oh, like, yeah. feeling less than your sister and you were acting out. There's that, you know, and I have my thing. And the, there's that inner me where I have to, to like, you know, and Mike helped me with this too. I keep mentioning Mike, but... You know, you shut you, up, Mike. Good dude. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is a great you, dude. You know, you shake hands with that person. You give him a hug. You know, yeah. And, and you start to love yourself, and that's that's how that's a maintenance. And then you you know you just grow from there. I mean, spiritual growth uh, stems from from uh, you know being okay on the inside. Yeah. And then letting and, and that's outward a, to other people. And that's where it has to start on the inside. Everything that's comes right. from it the inside. It has to Everything. because listen, I've done it. Like, I shared a video on it today, and it was this female, <laughs> female. she was a monk, and she was talking about love. And she's like, people female don't monks? understand. They got those? People don't understand 
the difference between love and attachment. Mm. I've attached (laughs) myself to everyone. I've tried to use them to make me feel good. Yeah, yeah. No. That That's ain't how this love. shit works, man. That is not love. And, That's and right. Like I said, I watched that video and I was like, fuck. I've been doing it wrong. I've been mm. doing it wrong. Thinking that I love. For 34 years, just been doing it wrong. Thinking that I love. <laughs> when, like, no. There's motherfucking claw marks in what I think I love. So then what do you... Because I don't want to let it go. But then, mm. okay, but then, like, when you truly love somebody, then they hurt you and you're supposed to still love them, like, but you have to detach from them. Yeah, that's not saying that you can't love someone. So you can do both at the them. same time. Yeah. So I can be attached to you and detached I can love with love. You. That's yeah. like an Al-Anon thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like <laughs> yeah. sometimes you have to, you because right. they got to do what they got to do. You that's know? right. That's true. Sometimes, like I, I'm so codependent, and like if there's something out there, it's me. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, I'm pretty codependent. Yeah, like I, I I'm always. You know, are you okay? Ba, ba, ba. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not okay. You know, I, I got to pay attention to other people uh, yeah. so that you don't have to pay attention. To exactly. Yourself. And that's that's where I'm at now, man. It's like, yeah, I'm, I got to take care of number other, one, man. I've been. I'm straight the other direction. I've been in relationships <laughs> for shit. Almost 30 years straight. Jesus. Do you know? Um, I don't. I don't even know what it's like to be with me. Do you know uh, Tommy Rosen? Maybe. He like he runs or created Recovery 2.0. He's like he's a beast, dude. Like super into yoga, all that good stuff. Where's he at? Get him on. Super good. Hit dude. him up. I'll hit him up. He's like real, <laughs> yeah. like a real. Like, like he's that, in California, I think. He's where he lives. We want, we want all types um, of people on here. Yeah. Danielle Boland's a good person. I know Danielle. Yeah, she's, I know her. She's a I met her at uh, YPR, Young yeah. People in Recovery. With um, she's a beast. Oh, uh, what's his name? Now I'm gonna feel like a jerk. Sorry, bro. So but yeah, I I watch her videos, dude. She's yeah, she's so good. She people, introduced man. me, where she had me go to this thing that yeah. Tommy Rosen spoke at, and he talked about how within AJ, that's who it is. Whoop. Shout that's out AJ. Shout yeah. out Mike. Good dude. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, for the first two yeah. to three years of your sobriety, so many people relapse because of codependency. Oh like, yeah, that's where it is. Like, so once you get everything taken out, we we get so codependent, and that's why we end up relapsing. Yeah. So like, I'm Some right there do. with you. I, I, yeah, I, I yeah, never, for sure. I never really did. I I am so the opposite direction. You're like Patrick Star under the rock. What? SpongeBob, dude. <laughs> uh, I don't know SpongeBob. <laughs> what? But I'm I'm totally the opposite direction. Like, I don't want to take care of people who are adults. I just you know, I've always <laughs> I've always been like. Attracted to a woman who is like really independent and and got her shit together as much yeah. as possible, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, you know, my my ex was like a mess, and I was like, oh, you know, and I and I what I do is I just like go up off into myself and just try hard to do my stuff, and it's that's a problem too. Yeah. In yeah. The opposite direction, you know. I'm just like thinking about me and and you know, oh, how can I grow spiritually? And I, you know, m- you know. To try to have a balance. Yeah. You know? I hear you. <laughs> but, yeah, we're, we're running up on that time. 
Oh yeah, here we are. We did it. See, I, I told you. Quick, yeah. What did I say I about always, it going by yeah, quick? See, right? When when it when it's interactive like this, it's a lot different. You know, we go yeah. down these all, all these little rabbit holes and shit. It's yeah. not uh, when you're in front of a big meeting at the podium. Is that silence? Yeah, yeah, like, it's super weird. Or like yeah, you right? say a joke oh, and just boy. get crickets. You know yeah. what I mean? like, that's the worst. Yeah, and then it's like 15, 20 seconds later, you hear someone chuckle over the corner it's like fucking and they're laughing at you for being quiet yeah Yeah. fucking grenade out there you know what i mean (laughs) so all right right. so this is the life on life's terms podcast thank you michael that's michael yes michael not mike Michael specifically thank you guys very much Um, for having me yes lolterms.com itunes google play uh share this group add people to this group if you want to come on you want to share your experience strength and hope hit us up um you want to just come on and talk shit? That's fine too. We got an Instagram page, but I don't know anything about it. I mean, we need to. Get I don't into think that. I do either. I mean, yeah, I we need to get into that. Yeah, start posting some shit for yeah. you. Yeah, oh, so yeah, yeah text Let's me do it. Yeah, hit it, hit us money, up. Um, no, that's fine. Paying smiles. That's my you know, it's been uh, <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks. We had we had Thanksgiving and um, something happened with our guest the week before that. Um, yeah, but we're but, back. Yeah, so we'll be back until is Christmas on a Thursday too? No, that's no, on a Tuesday, right? Tuesday, yeah. Yeah, so we good. All right, so that's it. Life on Life's Terms. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We appreciate it. And uh, download the audio podcast, please. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Subscribe. Peace. Peace. I live in this